read from the website. In an exciting new development, Walt Disney World has announced plans to build an underwater hotel in its Epcot Center. The hotel will be a first-of-its-kind experience, allowing guests to stay in rooms that are fully submerged in a massive aquarium surrounded by a variety of marine life. What? Welcome back and welcome new friends to the Easy Dizit Podcast. I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner, and I love nachos. And I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast. And I'm also someone that's realizing that it's 8.07 p.m. and I don't have a joke. Oh, okay. Here on Easy Dizit, we share ideas on staying happy and healthy in the parks. And we have some fun while we do it. This week on Highly Suspect Headlines, listen closely with Autumn as she tries to figure out if I'm telling the truth or I'm lying about new hotels, Disney discounts, and Genie Plus. And this week on A Stumps J, we're gonna test Justin's knowledge on how much he knows about the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Oh, well I just had some discussions about that. Hmm. On three tips from a nerd, we will show you how we can save you money, avoid some hassle, and have more fun. And this episode, we are talking about special options for military families. Ooh, that's great. I'm hmm. excited to get into that. And lastly, our segment, hey, 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 easy does it. We are going to feel the pain that some family experienced on President's Day weekend going to Disney. Yeah, we're gonna read a one-star review from yeah. TripAdvisor. They did not have a good time. They, they did not, and apparently, we noticed that a lot of people didn't have <laughs> no, a great time. A lot of people, yeah. So we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> but before we do, we've got friendly transition banter. Hey, Autumn. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. I am very thankful to just have had a week off mm -hmm. and excited because it looks like we are now officially eight days away from having a new home. This is true. This is and true. And we've been without our own home for since December. Yeah. So, so we're going to have a place and that'll be nice. That'll be real nice. Yeah. We actually went to Ikea this weekend and we're thinking about what our new office setup might be. So that was a bit fun. Yeah. Ikea. Wow. We've, we've talked about Ikea on the show before. I think it's set up in a way that is kind of like themed entertainment. Like yes. there's themes, mm -hmm. like you walk around and it's all different shows. There, there, it's, it, the, but the theme is- Shopping, furniture. Yeah, no, well, yeah, the theme is like a house, which is yes. kind of a boring theme for me. For you, but it is, it absolutely <laughs> is. And what I was it's saying- like house world. Why, why I love it, all three of us, our daughter came was that it, 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 it's like entertainment. Like I was like, Justin, let's yeah. get out of the house. We haven't been out of the house. But it was like, I always just enjoy the time. And most of the time we don't get anything or we get like one or two things that we find, you know, you know, no big items. And it's just great. And they've got food there. And so it's like a day, it's just like a really nice day trip. And for our daughter, I was just saying, it's cool when you have little ones, it's hard to go out and do shopping because most stores aren't meant for little people. And so you have to constantly be watching them so they can't touch that, but in Ikea, you there's like You definitely have to watch Darwin at <laughs> Ikea though. <laughs> no, I'm not saying you don't have, I'm just saying like, it's not like going into like, 
a Macy's yeah, or a loft, or, you gonna, know what I mean? Like there's yeah. plenty of kid things in most of the fragile stuff. If you notice, most of it is not accessible yeah. on a child level. She did. She did find a fragile item. She, no, yeah, she found the an dog. elephant, which was, or was elephant. it the dog? Yeah, yeah. No, was it uh, an elephant, like a, a thick ceramic elephant? But still, and she's good. She was pretty gentle. But like yeah. all in all, it's definitely like a family friendly that was also the Ikea, I might have mentioned this, was the first restroom and it was so nice and clean where Darwin used the bathroom outside of like, the potty in yeah. our car. I remember and I, I was saying so to her, you yelled out the door. <laughs> she went boop. <laughs> there was families, yeah, yeah, waiting. It was great. It was great. So I, I love Ikea. It also got us through like the pandemic and like when she, you know, it was like one place, it's so big, you could kind of go in mass, but like still go out and do something indoors. Yeah, that was our first outing. It was our first, yeah. So next door, so we're in New Haven, next door to the Ikea, there's a Jordan's furniture store. Mm. And now there, if you go through some of the, you know, you, you have to walk through the furniture part, but they have in the back what's called it. And basically it is a giant indoor ropes course, yeah. but they also have a water fountain that, that, but like a water fountain show type thing that, that fountains along with music. So Darwin cool. loved that. Like her mouth was just open wide for the first 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And she loved, she'd point up cause she, then you can zip line over the water yeah. that's spraying. And so she would just be like, look, look. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that better than Ikea. And while they did that for a little bit, I checked out you some, furniture. some more furniture. Yeah, to get an idea. You went to the the other house world. Yeah, I went to the other house world. I Come did. to kitchen land. Yeah, exactly. Bedroom land. <laughs> Living room land. Yeah. Outlet land. <laughs> anyway, so it's good though. Sure, sure. All right. Well, oh, one more thing. So yeah, president, did you enjoy your president's day? Last week, did you enjoy? Nice. Did you have any presidential activities? No, no. no I went Justin, to Philadelphia. Justin went to Philadelphia, but mm-hmm. then he worked. He basically mm-hmm. worked from home. Then for I two worked. Days. Then I worked for two so, days. Me and Win, it was fun. We we did some one or two walks. We what did we do? Made some banana bread. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. So I so I went to Philadelphia. I went to see the Disney 100 thing. I yes. went to the Disney exhibit. That uh, feels like that was def- weeks ago. I know, I'm I know. sorry. I just like what? Everybody, yeah. definitely go check this out when it comes around to you. It's going to be in Philadelphia through the summer, so we'll definitely August, be going back. Yeah. But uh, yes, yeah, the Disney 100 expedition at the Franklin Institute. Tons of cool Disney history stuff there. It's breaking into ten different rooms. One of them was dedicated just to the parks, and another one was dedicated just to Imagineering. And that was really cool. I got some good pictures and footage. But something I, I pulled away from this, speaking of President's Day, because they, they had one room where they just broke it, it into like the dis- different Disney decades. And for the 70s, they had a hat. It was like a white white hat with a red and blue ribbon. And it said, Pooh for President on it. What? And I'm like, what? Yeah. Winnie the Pooh for President? Autumn. And I think we talked about this. You hadn't heard of this either, right? No. So, no. So, like, Winnie the Pooh ran for president <laughs> against Nixon and Jimmy like, Carter. So, when you say that, though, I think you need to clarify, like, Disney set up, like, Pooh to have campaigns that were, like, on television? Yeah, it was they were sponsored. On television. Yeah, okay. it was sponsored by Sears. And uh, they did. Of course it was. Yeah. Like, they did a railroad tour across the country. In 72 and 76, he, had, he ran under the Children's Party ticket. <laughs> Dude even had a platform. Which was? Uh, it, it, I can't remember More exactly. Honey for everyone? Yeah, honey in every pot, he said. A honey in every pot, ice cream, 
And he, this was actually pretty progressive for the 70s. He, his part of his platform was banning spankings. That was dangerously <laughs> progressive for the 70s. Wow, really? Isn't that funny though? That they're like, wow. Like Winnie the Pooh stood so this, up against I want to go just to see this. Are there pictures you have of this? I just have like one picture, this but that, I pulled all that. No, this is all like if you just Google "poo for president," I pulled it from fandom websites. That's oh, all. How much did they? They didn't have. have on the they didn't. Website. They oh. didn't. They didn't highlight his platform at the exhibit. Oh, no, I'm that sorry. came from the that came from did. the internet. Okay. Uh, That's awesome. Poo yeah. for president. Yeah. So I, I, I wonder if they'll do something like that again. I think he should run again. You know, like, yeah. Mickey Mouse gets like a certain amount of votes every time. People vote for Mickey Mouse all the time. As like they write him in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That thank you for sharing that. That's like fun. I don't know. It's fun and good. Like you want it to be real. Yeah, we could do an hour on this. Maybe there's an hour long special. I in the think future. we should do one because I bet there's got to be a lot of details behind all yeah. of that. That that I think would be great to go into. Mm. So let us know if you're interested in hearing and learning more about Poof for President. Or maybe yeah. you remember the Pooh for President campaign. Correct. Or you were you you helped campaign for Pooh. Maybe you were uh, one of Pooh's campaign staffers. Seventies. I'm gonna ask Get my in touch. parents. I'm gonna ask, ask my parents if they remember. Parents. Yeah. Easydizitpodcast yeah. at gmail.com or just easydizit on any of the socials. Yeah. All right, Autumn, so we're gonna get into some stuff. You mentioned you wanted to do Ace Dumps J first. Yes, because we normally wait, but I'm, All right. every once well, in a while I'm excited about it. Let's take a break. Okay. And when we get back, we'll go ahead and do Ace Dumps J. Okay. Hey there, it's Justin from Unlocking the Magic Travel. If you're looking for a magical vacation to Disney or Universal, I have got you covered. I specialize in crafting unforgettable experiences for families and groups at these iconic destinations. With my expert knowledge and insider tips, I will help you navigate the parks and create memories that will last a lifetime. Don't waste any more time planning your vacation alone. Let me take care of all the details for you. Contact me today to unlock the magic of your dream vacation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you all uh, <laughs> got to do whatever you needed to do during that break. Yeah, it just I hope you got it done because it's, <laughs> it's time to pay attention now. It's trivia. This is Disney trivia. Serious. This is very yeah. serious. This is very serious. You already had your break time. Yeah, I need your listening ears on. Pay attention. Okay? Your Mickey listening ears on. All right, so we are going to do a Stumps J now, which I'm really excited about. So the theme, I always do this in themes, is mm -hmm. Bippity Boppity Boutique. And how A Stumps J works is that I, Autumn, try to stump my husband, Justin, mm -hmm. with trivia mm -hmm. related to all things Disney World, Disneyland, Universal, etc. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a fun time, right? Yeah, yeah. It's I always win. Wouldn't you say so, it's the highlight of your week, Justin? Yes. Well, yes, absolutely. It's it gives highlight. me an opportunity to demonstrate that I am, in fact, never wrong. <laughs> this is like, you know, like, as a husband, I think it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle because, like, I'm always right, but not everyone always recognizes mm. that. So this lets it, it puts it on paper, we record it. That's right. It's evidence. Yeah, you're always right. Well, <clears throat> we all heard what Justin just said, so now let's test... Uh, <laughs> 
Let's test those statements on his knowledge regarding the Bippity Boppity Boutique. So I want to say this is something that neither Justin and I have experienced. Right. But we now have a daughter that I think is mm -hmm. really love this. And so I've been researching it. And you think I so? thought this would be, yeah, I she might be into it. She might. She likes pink. She's, she's tending she's in that direction. <laughs> she loves dancing. She loves... Yeah. I got a new sweater from Ann Taylor the other day, and it's, like, got jeweled buttons on it, and she just keeps saying, mine, yeah. and she keeps wanting... Like, she just loves... Diamond. Yeah, she, yeah, likes, yeah, she likes stuff like it's that. It's going to be her thing. Okay. All right, so, Justin, are you ready for the first stump? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. What is the name of the cast members who give... The child, a magical makeover in the boutique. So what is this the name? This is easy, all right? Because it is the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. Yeah. Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo. Who says Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo? Not, to not, Tony, not Tony Soprano. <laughs> what? It's not. No, because I think that's what a lot of people are like. Oh, yeah, it's Tony Soprano. Bibbidi-Bobbidi. I don't know. I'm sorry for everyone out there. Fairy Godmothers. Correct, Justin. That's yes. wonderful. Well, okay. Fairy, just Fairy Godmothers? I'll give that to you. That's not the full name. Fairy Godmother. No, that's all I got. Yeah. So abbreviated, they're called FGITs or Fairy Godmothers Figgets? in training. Uh, in training. Oh, they're not they're legit not, Fairy Godmothers. They're, they're training to be Fairy Godmothers. Oh. Which is the, that's, so that's part of the backstory. Of then why is it place. so expensive? I feel for that kind well, of coin, okay, you so need listen. to be interacting so with listen. a Fairy Godmother. But you're in training to be a fairy godmother. Okay, they still are making magic happen. They still are like capable magical things. Sure, but when you go yes. to like a dentist school, to you, your dental work is free because they are dentists in training. Sure. So I, I just have I a problem with this. Oh, I see what you're I saying. I feel like this is unethical. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, they are. So the cast, the cast members, cast members again. For those of you who might not know, it's just anyone that that works for Disney. They're they're all cast members. But yeah, you have a fairy godmother. So if you go into this in boutique, correct, Justin, would you like to just give a little bit about what the Bippity Boppity Boutique is and what happens? Sure. Well, I don't know a ton. I know so you, you've got like a kid, right? And you bring them in, and they will doll them up like yeah. a princess or yeah. a pirate. You get a choice. You can go the pirate route as well. Do you? Yeah. I didn't see this that in That didn't my come research. up in your research, huh? No. They got a pirate package Princess? as well. Or pirate, yeah. I'm sorry. Actually, the pirate sleek package is not available on dry land. You'll have to book this aboard a Disney Cruise Line ship. Prince and Knight were the two... Oh, really? Other two. Yeah, I didn't see Oh, maybe. I'm not familiar with those. Yeah. Okay. So, nice job. Yeah, so it's it's this beautiful event in place that you can go to where your kid can basically get dolled up as a prince knight princess etc yeah, yeah very cool hair um, makeup hair makeup nails uh dress dresses costume. you pay extra for the dress i believe right yes there's, yeah. there's packages we'll talk about those yeah all right justin are you ready for number two i'm sure we'll be talking about those packages <laughs> i'm already looking at them <laughs> okay are you ready for number two sure okay justin there are two locations for the Bippity Boppity Boutique in Disney World, where are they? So there's one inside the Magic Kingdom, mm -hmm. and there is one inside the Grand Floridian. But the one inside the Grand Floridian, I do not believe, has opened back up. That's yes. That's there's correct. also another one, and I think maybe we talked about this a long time ago. Yeah. But there's also another one on Disney Cruise Line ships. So if you're if you're oh, going for a cruise, there's a, it's a Bippity Boppity Boutique. Yep, they have a legit that. Bippity Boppity on the, oh, on, at sea. That's. So that's awesome. So now there is actually a place that you didn't mention, though, Justin. 
Hmm. Give it, give it a think for a second. So Magic Kingdom, you mean inside Disney World? I missed yes, the Grand, Disney World, Grand Floridian, and uh, Magic Kingdom are the two I know of. You said there was two Disney Springs. So Grand Floridian, I don't know if oh. that's been closed. That this is not on this. Grand Floridian is not on this sheet. Really? It says Magic Kingdom and Disney Springs. Wow. Well, you got yeah. me there then. You yeah. stopped me good. Where right? in Disney Springs? Behind the Once Upon a Toy Store. Okay. Marketplace area. All right. And you know. We could talk a little bit more about pros and cons of location, but in Magic Kingdom, obviously, you have to buy a ticket to the park. Oh, that. yeah. That's a good point. Disney Springs, you could go to the boutique and you don't have to buy a ticket to, yeah. to Disney Springs. Anyway. And if you, you already spent $120 to get into the park and then you have to buy... Oh, that's a good point. Right. You I would definitely want to if... do that on the non-park day. Yeah. But then one thing, though, it, if I were to be a princess, I would probably want to be a princess inside the Magic Kingdom, not inside a Disney shopping mall. So I guess that's the other half of it. Mm, but Right. Because it takes it takes a while. It is a process. It's a process. It, it was experience. several hours. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you ready for number three? I'm ready for number three. All right. The Bippity Boppity Boutique is for children ages blank to blank. Oh, let's say three to 13. Oh, I'm going to give that to you. What's the answer? Three to 12. 312. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. Ages 3 to 12. And I have to be honest, after I read more about this, at first I scoffed at it, like, mm-hmm. who wants to get that done? And now that I'm reading about it, I'm excited to have our daughter do it. But yeah. I, now I also kind of wish there was an adult option. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Dis- I always hear Disney's for adults. Yeah. But there's no Bippity Bop yeah, for adults. I believe I, you did scoff at this when I told you that oh, this existed like a year many ago. Many times. Yeah. You ready for the last? Yeah. All right, Justin, how many packages are offered at the Bippity Boppity Boutique? How many packages? How many, like, different configuration yep. options? Yep. How many and, well, I heard you told me before there's a prince and there's a knight. I did. And I thought there so was you know a there's pirate. at least two. So there's at least two more. <laughs> and each one is probably going to have, like, probably a, the base and then at least one to upgrade. I'm going to say there are eight package options. Ooh. Oh, you're on fire. I'm going to give that to you. Because, really? again, you're in that, like, I'm in the, basically I'm in that. correct. Yeah, it's it's seven. Seven. It's seven. One of them, again, you said eight, so I could kind of give you that. But there's seven. I'm going to read them to you. There is the crown package, which is the base package. That okay. starts at $64.95. Oh, that's not bad. No. Then so They just give you a crown, no so dress. So here's the thing. So they do all of your options can include nails dress, makeup, hair. They don't wash or cut hair. That's uh-huh. the one thing if you're if you're thinking they don't do the what they want you to come with the kids hair clean. clean. Um and there are salons on Disney property if you want to get that done, but they will not wash or cut. They just style hair and then do everything gotcha. else. Gotcha. So the crown package starts at sixty four ninety five. Yeah. That's like when you I, think about the cost of other things at Disney and not like, bad. No. All right. The next one is the courtyard package. Oh. oh and that's that's one oh nine ninety five plus tax. The next package is the castle package, and this starts at one ninety nine ninety five. Now this is where you start to really get here, like the add on. Is this when you get a this dress? This is where you get a gown okay. with coordinating coordinating accessories. Okay. Okay. Then the deluxe package two twenty nine ninety five. So that includes this includes the hairstyle, the makeup, the face gems, the sash, uh, a bag, a gown, and then there's the princess signature, which is four fifty. What? 
Includes hairstyle, makeup, face gem, nail polish, princess set sash, cinch sash, a choice of Disney princess gown made with the heirloom quality fabric. So I think this okay. is the fabrics that the it's princess not a toy. wear. No, it's not a toy. Not a toy. And extra details. Additionally, a crystal tiara, organza garment bag, and satin hanger make this the ultimate extravagance. That one better be done. But I want a legit fairy godmother. I I want. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure Susie in training is very delightful. So, okay. But I'm paying half a thousand dollars. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I say want the something. I want to say I'm gonna say something about that. There's two more packages so there's the night package which includes mm-hmm. hairstyle with gel sword shield and confetti okay that's 1995 really a sword a sword wow <laughs> and then the deluxe night package which includes a prince costume hairstyle with gel sword shield and confetti it's a big sword or a little sword <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I want to say about, I know because Justin made up the point about them being godmothers in training. So so I got a lot of this information from touring plans, but I mm-hmm. also scouted like WDW, Disney Food, like other big sites mm-hmm. that like get their facts correct and mm-hmm. have experienced things typically multiple times. And they have all said, my child's experience here every time has yeah. been better than any interaction, even with a princess meet and greet. Yeah. It is when you think of magic that you're paying for at Disney, like everyone has said the same thing. This is it. Like yeah. these are, they've got to just be like super professional actresses. Do yeah. Like they're like not, it is hold it. If you met a princess, cool. They're like, yeah, that's cool. But this is like way next level. And then to see it. So it's set up so that family can, can view as their child's going through the process. And like, so it's like, like in a car wash. <laughs> No, 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 no. But there's like, if you get a gown, there's like a dressing room and then there's like an interactive mirror on the inside. But the parents, yeah, it's like the way it just seemed like a really cool experience, not only for the child, but the family that's that's watching. But every single like everything is like the meet and greet with the princesses. Fabulous. Great. And this is like surpasses that by yeah. like a million. Oh, yeah. Like this is. And then, I mean, so. you think about it now you're dressed up like a princess and you're going to meet other princesses. <gasps> they treat you now like a princess, I know. which is cool. I yeah. want to do it. All right. To do it. All right. Well, <laughs> so this is the Bippity Boppity Boutique. So I'm, I, I'm sure that a lot of you listening, this has hopefully piqued your interest or mm-hmm. it's something you've thought about. It is something, of course, I'm sure you can guess that you, that's very popular. Yeah. So please reach out to Justin because he has all the. Yeah. So if you're going to, well, I'll tell you right now, this. if you want to do this, you need to book it 60 days out. You need or to have book, it, book it. Or, yeah, I'll book it for you. But if you're going to do it yourself, you do need to be up early. 60 days out to make this happen for sure this is actually something you can also set an alert for so if i had a client that is booking with me less than 60 days out i would set an alert you can use uh, mouse dining or mouse watcher um, to set an alert you don't haven't had a ton of luck getting these because they they go quick and they book salad mm-hmm. whereas with like dining people will book dining and then cancel when you book bippity boppity not a lot of people cancel that. No, so, nobody's canceled. Yeah, that. so these are tough to get. Your kids are going sick. Even with alerts. <laughs> so yeah, I would, like, this would be something to farm out to, like, a good travel planner. Not someone who's just doing it, you know, for fun. Like, someone who's seriously going to be there in the morning to get this for you and, mm. and it's going to set alerts for you. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So it's so popular. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, are there any other tips to, like, getting it? Can you book it 
more than 60 days out no. to really get it? You can't. No. It's like just uh, at 60 days. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, if you're going during less busy times a year, okay. you're probably better off. If you're going on the cruise line, it's going to be a little bit easier. And oh, they'll be different. Right. It won't be the 60 days there. It, it's a little different there. But yeah, it's just tough. If you can't get it, though, there are services. There are people that'll come to your hotel room and, and do your kid up like a princess, though. If you, there's a Facebook page, uh-huh. Ear for Each Other. It, it You know, back during the pandemic when all those Disney employees were laid off, they got together and started a Facebook group and offered these services. And there's a few people there that offer their service. Officers. It's probably not going to be the same thing. You're not going to get a fairy godmother in training, but I know you're going to pay a lot less. And, and people have you know, said that they really, they, they found a great deal of value in that. Yeah. And, and something else I will add too, just about the Disney Springs location, which they don't do in Magic Kingdom, is they ask, so there's time slots, right? So there's, I don't know, I have no idea how many, maybe eight kids in at a time, but they ask them when they're done, if they want to participate in a parade, oh. which is cool. So then the, all the fairy godmothers come out and they like do a parade, which is cool throughout. They have like a, a, a specific, what would you call that? place that they walk you know a parade promenade no like a (laughs) gosh i can't think route they have a parade route there we go they have a parade route and i just think that's really cool Uh, so yeah that's east lunch day thanks for that trivia autumn you're welcome and if you have any more questions i'm just i'm really loving this because it was (laughs) and i think it's funny because it was something i really frowned on yeah um but yeah, I'd love to talk about it. If if you've gone and had yeah. an experience, we'd love it to take some time just to write in yeah. and let us know what that was like. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com or EasyDizit on socials. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. We'd appreciate that. All right, uh, stick around. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we'll have highly suspect headlines. Yeah. Are you planning a trip to Disney World and looking for the perfect shoes to make your experience unforgettable? Look no further than our latest sponsor, Soul Sensations. Let's face it, when it comes to a Disney World vacation, the right shoes are everything. You need something stylish enough to stand out in those Instagram-worthy photos. That's where Soul Sensations comes in. Our shoes may not be made for walking, but they'll definitely make a statement. Who cares if your feet hurt after a few hours of walking? Our shoes are designed to make you look good, and that's all that matters. Plus, think of all the extra likes you'll get on social media when your feet are adorned in our stylish kicks. So don't be caught dead in those boring practical shoes at Disney World. Upgrade to Soul Sensations and let the magic begin. Just don't blame us when you're hobbling back to your hotel room at the end of the day. Right, and we're back, and it's time for Highly Suspect Headlines. Now, on Highly Suspect Headlines, it's how we do news here on the Easy Disney Podcast. I'm going to read Autumn some headlines, and she has to determine which ones are true and which ones are outright lies. And if she guesses correctly, we stay married. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. Oh, <laughs> you sounded disappointed, but it's how it works. <laughs> Still married to this chump. All right, you ready for the first highly suspect Listen, headline? You just got to worry about taking me to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Okay. Be okay. <laughs> All right, first headline. Yes. Cast members offered 50 Cast members offered 50% off Galactic Star Cruiser experiences. I hope so. <laughs> I hope be, so too. Yes. <laughs> I hope so. I usually do write these so that like the fake ones I write ones that you would like. 
I was right, you do. Like, yeah. I know. I noticed. I did notice that. So now I'm like, oh, is this not right then? Is this false? I feel like we've talked about how maybe, though it got booked early on, it hasn't maybe been doing that well because of the cost of it. Pot. That's our theory. Who knows yeah. why? But yeah, it is a lot of it's a lot of money, and people are are hurting now, and inflation is no joke. So. I'm going to say it's true. I'm going to be ballsy. I'm no, this is true. true. Yeah, this is true. 50%? Uh, 50% yes. off. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, March through June. And it is. Their their bookings have been slowing down a lot. There have been some this year, some cruises this year that have only been at 25% occupancy. Mm. Well, if you think about like this Galactic Star Cruiser experience, if you're not familiar with it, it's a two-day experience where you go in this highly themed hotel. And it's kind of like it's a cruise. You're going into a cruise into space. And there's one excursion to Batuu, but which is you know star quote Star Wars land at uh, Disney World. Right, but you're, but, you're the, it's in a park, so you, you know yeah. that you're in a park. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's but it's really cool. It is really expensive though. It's like five to six thousand dollars a cabin, and I think you have to be a diehard Star Wars fan to want to pay that. Yeah, and you also have to have the money. Mm-hmm. And there's you know only so many diehard yes. Star Wars fans that have that kind of money out there. And they might have yes. already done this a couple times, you know. Right. That's yeah. a good. That's a good point. When you break it down like that, I'm thinking about how how niche it is. It's pretty niche. You no. Know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I think I'd like to take this time to an unrelated oh, news. God, don't say it. I'm looking for friends who are Disney cast members <laughs> and also Star Wars fans. So if that's you, yes. Easy well, Disney Podcast at gmail.com. I'll have to reach out because. I mean, know them. All right. Well, reach out to them and ask them if they will take me on a cruise. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for the next That's headline? That's awesome. Good for them. These employees take a lot and don't get a lot, it seems. Yeah. so. They're going through union negotiations right now. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. Trying to get some raises. So maybe this is part of it. Maybe. <laughs> We're not going to give you a raise, but you'll give you 50% off. Okay. Yes, I'm ready. Man breaks Guinness World Record for consecutive Disneyland visits. Almost 3,000. True. This is true. This is true. True, yeah. I read this. You read this? Oh. Oh, Didn't did you send, send me? this to you? Oh, this one sent in yeah, by... Yeah, this is when I, I was like, oh, Justin, <laughs> this is crazy. So then you were the third person to send me this. So three people Sean. sent me this. Yep, Sean and Jeff as well. Oh. Yeah. So eight years, three months, 13 days, starting back in 2012. Uh, and it was... Consecutive trips. Yeah, every day, this dude. Rock and roll. It started on uh, a leap day celebration. Okay. So in 2012, there was a leap year, and Disney's like, "Correct." Oh, le- oh, did we talk about this? I think we did. No, no, we but might I have think on I the show. Going. Oh, it was a 24 did. hour. The for the park was open for 24 hours. Yes, that's just madness. And hopefully, they'll do that again. I hope so. Yeah, probably won't, but I hope so. Probably won't. Those days are gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready for the next one? Yes. Walt Disney World announces plans to build an underwater hotel in Epcot Center. False. Well, it was quick. False right away. An underwater hotel? Yeah. No. All right. Well, this is true. No, it's not. Yeah. Listen. No, 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 no. You're about to say, be okay, but it's false. Part of it is true, but it's false is what you're going to say. Let me read from the website. In an exciting new development, Walt Disney World has announced plans to build an underwater hotel in its Epcot Center. The hotel will be a first-of-its-kind experience, allowing guests to stay in rooms that are fully submerged in a massive aquarium surrounded by a variety of marine life. 
According to Disney officials, this new hotel will be called the Coral Reef Inn and will offer a truly unique vacation experience for guests. The hotel will feature 75 guest rooms with floor-to-ceiling windows that offer stunning views of the underwater world. Guests will be able to explore the coral reef environment up close with opportunities for snorkeling and scuba diving. The hotel will also offer a variety of educational programs and activities, allowing guests to learn more about marine life and the importance of conservation efforts. This, I, yeah, this, I was like, there's no, where, where's the water coming from in Epcot? There's no water. <laughs> there's the sea, the sea. What do you that's one of the pavilions. With we're, alligators there? Yeah, I guess. We're not going underwater there. Sharks, sharks. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. Uh, this no, is, but I was just thinking of Epcot and how big, it's kind of like big in cement, you know, the thing. And yeah. then like, where's their water? Well, where they're they putting going? the journey of water right in the middle of Epcot. That's the new exhibit there. Oh, we're going to learn about how water works. That. And then there's the whole seas pavilion. There's a whole pavilion devoted to the seas. But there's not water there. Like, there is bring in- water there. There's the Coral Reef Restaurant, which... Anyway, Autumn, anyway, this is made up. This is completely false. I lied. Oh! This is what we call a double, a double highly suspect headline. Wait, but you just told me that it was true. It's not true. It's false. So uh, you did all that? Now I I don't know what to believe. Actually, (laughs) Easy Dizbot whipped that up for me. Yeah, You know how Easy Dizbot is now integrated with chat GPT? So I asked Easy Dizbot for a fake headline and to write me a short article on it. And he did. That's all AI generated. That's good, right? I, I don't know. I'm confused. Wait a minute. Does this even count because you told me that it was No, you got it right. You guessed. You said it was false. It was false. You are correct. This is. Oh, this see, is, because now I'm like, oh, wow. Headline. Okay, so they're doing an underwater no, thing. And then not. as soon as I wrap my head around that. <laughs> okay. All right. So three in a row. Correct. Next. <laughs> All right. Last one. Genie Plus sells out for the first time President's Day weekend. True. Yeah, this is true. You saw this. I saw huh? that too. Yeah. President's Day coincided with Mardi Gras this year. Correct. Yep. And so, like, Genie Plus Disney announced that they'd be capping it back in the fall, but this is the first time it's actually happened. It didn't. They didn't even mm. cap it. They didn't even sell out over Christmas. Right. This is the That's first time it's actually crazy. happened. Yeah. You know what I think it is? I think it's a lack of all these dang snow days, from, at least for people in the Northeast. <laughs> people so? are like, let's. Let's go. We need time off. President's Day. I think that's part of why I was talking to a coworker a week ago. Why this winter has felt so long? I'm like, because normally at this point, there's been at least three or four days off, like yeah. January to February. You're missing a day every two within every two weeks. Yeah. You know, for that eight week period. And so I wonder if that's it. Maybe. Wow. So yeah, it was super busy. Ten out of ten. It, it was projected to be President's Day weekend is always really busy. And it's um, always the weekend that I'm like, I forget every year, and I'm like, Justin. A lot of people, it's only two days off. Like a lot of people aren't going to go. Yeah. And he's like, Autumn, no, it's pretty Don't much like go. Christmas. <laughs> and so we'll see that in the hey, 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 easy visit that we do later on. That's yeah. exactly what happened. But yeah, so I, I mean, I think this is good, honestly, that Disney's like, no, you can't buy this. First of all, they did jack the price up to $29. And but when they by the time it quote sold out, you really couldn't use it very much like you couldn't get a ride with for within two hours. You could only really get rides in the Magic Kingdom, attractions, could whatever. You do, were you, could you do lightning lanes? Then? That's what there I'm was... talking about. Oh, uh, you mean the individual lightning lanes? I'm Those sorry. sold out early. Those sell out all the time. So you just had to wait. So when Genie Plus sold out in individual lightning lanes, you just have to wait in line. There's no other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's miserable. But lightning lanes every... sell out like every day. Individual oh, lightning lanes sell out every day. Every day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Genie Plus doesn't never sells out 
lightning lanes just, become unavailable. I'm thinking like we're there that day, right? Mm-hmm. And all individual lightning lanes sell out. Mm-hmm. Genie Plus is sold out. So you were just doing old school, going up to a ride and waiting in a regular standby line. Am I correct? There's nothing else. No, actually, it's not a regular standby line. It's a 10 out of 10 park day standby line, which is miserable, multi-hours. But here's the thing. When they when it, quote, sold out, there weren't many attractions left. And even the lightning lanes were significant weights. So you, right, weren't, saving, sure. you weren't saving a ton. But so it's good that, I think it's good that Disney, like, basically protected people from, you know, wasting their money on something that wasn't going to really get them anything. Oh, I see. Yeah. Because at some point, if too many people have it, yes. it negates yes. you're not really getting to maximize anything. Right? It's not helping right. you at correct. all. It's just correct. costing correct. you more money. I see that. Yep. Yep. Wow, but I I mean I'm feel I'm really having a moments moments of empathy here of like feeling for being there. Say we plan to go with a three year old. I, I don't know. I think at that point it would be like we gotta go do something else. Yeah. But she can't wait in a two and a hour line. Yeah. Like we couldn't do that. You yeah. know, like Maybe. No, she can't. She I don't know. Wait, we could do like, all day just <laughs> Yeah, we could do if I mean seriously, yeah, we could make we it. Walk work. around the park and eat, but yeah. most rides. Well we do Dumbo, right? Dumbo with flying elephant. She gets to go play in the, the play yard while she's waiting. Oh sure. Right? So it's not even a big deal. We do we Enchanted do Tales of Bell, which is a nice twenty minute experience. So even though we probably have to wait for it, yeah, but it's twenty saying. minutes. So yeah. that's nice. What else? We Make sure we see the parades, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just saying rides would be pretty. That would not be a day out. Country Bear, Country Bear Jamboree Shows, is probably yeah. going to be fine. Um, yeah. Tiki Room. The Tiki, 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 Tiki oh, Room. Get it yeah. yeah. I think we'd still have plenty yeah, of Yeah, some of the show things. Yeah, but I just mean, I was I just meant like rides. Like, I'd be like, all right. Not yeah. Try, I'm not trying to. Yeah. No, you're not going to get on Splash Mountain. Well, that's closed for not me get for on anyway. Peter Pan, not get most most yeah. of the Magic Kingdom rides for her. Oh, I feel Small bad. Small World well, is probably a bit of a wait, but. Knowing this and knowing now that it is possible, it's happened, that Genie Plus has sold out, right? We're going to talk a little bit more about this in the. Yeah. Hey, hey easy tis it. That's some right. Tips that will hopefully help you if this does happen to you. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. Okay. All right, stick around for that. We're going to take a little break. We'll come back with three tips from a nerd. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This nerd. Are you tired of begging your significant other to go to Disney World with you? Do they roll their eyes every time you mention Mickey Mouse? Well, worry no more. Spouse to Mouse is here to save the day. With just one pill, your partner will be transformed into a Disney fanatic. They'll be begging you to book a trip to Orlando, talking about the rides, the food, the characters, everything you've ever dreamed of. With Spouse to Mouse, you'll never have to go to Disney World alone again. Your partner will be there right by your side, wearing mouse ears and singing It's a Small World at the top of their lungs. So what are you waiting for? Get Spouse to Mouse today and start planning your next Disney adventure. Side effects may include a sudden love for all things Disney, a desire to wear matching t-shirts, and the occasional urge to break out into song and dance. All right, welcome back. Let's do three tips from a nerd. 
All right, nerd, go ahead. Give us your three tips. Three what? Three tips? Yeah. Number one, go to Bippity Boppity Boutique. <laughs> You're not a no, nerd, Number Autumn. two, go to Disney World and don't ride the Haunted Mansion. I don't know why you're going to Disney World. That's just solid advice. <laughs> That's just solid advice. All right. And number three, treat yourself to one of the fine dining options in Disney. Okay. Even if you even if you, you do peanut butter and jelly for the rest of your things, it's fine. I think the food in Disney that's really good is like, is worth the cost. So okay. I would say to save even for just one meal, even if you get wow. PBJs, I think that's worth it. It's just some solid advice you just pulled out of your hat there. Very I good. did. Can I say that it means a lot, both as my husband and as a nerdy travel planner of Disney, that you thought that I just gave solid advice. Yeah, well... Absolutely. Thanks for doing it, man. That's great. All right, so I'm the nerd, and I'm going to give you some tips. And I'm going to have stuff to say about those tips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so with three tips from a nerd, we basically want to do to give you some tips on saving money, saving hassle, and having more fun when you're in Disney World or other theme parks. Hmm. And the tips this week are going to be really targeted towards military families. So let's start with saving money because Disney actually has some great money saving opportunities for military families. So if you qualify, to qualify, you need to be a military or retired military member. And if you go on the website, Mm -hmm. they'll give you a full breakdown of exactly what that is. For tickets, they have the Disney Armed Forces Salute. So you, for a, a five-day military promotional ticket, is three hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Wow. Yeah, most days in the year, this ticket's about like five five fifty. Oh wow! So that's a good savings. Yeah. A four-day is three forty-nine. So the savings not quite as good there. The five days obviously a better de- deal per day. Which is typically how Disney tickets run anyway. It's right. cheaper the more days you buy. But this is especially good. The four to five day jump is only $20. Yeah. That's that's more significant than, than a regular ticket. And then the Park Hopper Plus, which could add $80, $100 to a At ticket least, yeah. for, for military, it's only $30 more yeah. per ticket. So good deal. Good deal. That's huge. I mean, again, and just what's like generally ticket price for a person, like a regular, a non-vet? These for so for these five to four, you're saving about a hundred, hundred fifty dollars, hundred seventy dollars each. Yeah, so wow. Yeah, each each. Yeah, ticket. each ticket. Yeah, yeah so, so for huge. a family of four, that's huge. This is really good. And so, where do you get these military tickets? You can't get them at Disney World, so you have to go to your military ticket office. If you're in the military, you'll know where that is. Uh-huh. Or if you can't do that, you can actually buy them at Shades of Green. And Shades of Green is a Armed Forces Recreation Center on Disney World property. It's, it's oh. owned and run by the United States government. I'm just amazed that they have like U.S. government operated support on <laughs> like yeah. just when you're like Disney. Yeah, Disney does a lot and they have everything. I'm just I'm very impressed with that. Yeah, it wow. wasn't always owned by the government. It was actually sold to the government by Disney. I'm not sure when, actually, but mm. it used to be a Disney owned property. Mm. By the early 1990s, army officials had decided it was time to build a resort in the continental United States. Orlando was the top choice in a market survey of soldiers. On February 1, 1994, the U.S. Department of Defense leased the resort and the land it sits on, with a 100-year lease to use for the morale, welfare, and recreation program, and limited the resort to military members and retirees. In 1996, 
The resort was purchased outright, for $43 million, although Disney still owns the land on which the resort sits. So, yeah, I mean, Walt, Walt Disney has always been, he's, you know, he's a patriot. You know, yeah. back in the day, he did cartoons for war bonds and all that stuff. He's always had a lot of... Some of the characters did, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look at, like, the park, there's... There's a lot there. There's a lot of respect for the military. So it makes sense that it'd be continued through uh, to yeah. today. All right. So that's one way to save money. There's like quite a few, though. So that the this armed forces salute also applies to room discounts. So there isn't like a hard percentage. It varies by season. But you can get up to like a 50% discount on rooms for by staying on Disney property, which is pretty significant. So this would be something where you'd have to book. Uh, you, ca- you can't do it online. You have to call them to book it. But, but yeah. you can do it. Yeah, there's some great deals. Oh, okay. Another way to actually save money is, so, you know, I mentioned the Shades of Green Resort. Yes. That you can stay at the Shades of Green Resort. So you can't book this through Disney. You have to book this through Shades of Green. And because Shades of Green is not a Disney hotel, right, you can't book it through Disney. You have to book it through them. But the price is here. It's basically a deluxe resort Mm. for around a third of the price. Wow, but only for military. Exactly. So yeah, so Shades of Green is a deluxe resort. It's not like as Disney themed as something like the Polynesian, you know, but it's actually, it has the largest rooms in any deluxe category. Where is this located? It's located right behind the Polynesian. So you can walk through the Polynesian and be on and jump on the monorail loop. So it's it, on the oh, that's it's awesome. a bit of a walk. Like that is, it's not like a sh- like a short. It's like a twenty or thirty minute walk, but it is walking it's a distance. Nice, yeah, to yeah. the monorail loop. No, so on a beautiful day, that's great. Yeah, and for the price, you really can't beat it. You really can't beat it. Another the cool thing about the pricing here is it doesn't go. It's not. It, there isn't surge pricing. So as you get closer to the date, it doesn't go up. The prices are released at the beginning of the military calendar. And they are just the same prices all year round. It doesn't matter if it's wow. Christmas or whatever. So if you are doing this, if you are a military member or a spouse of a military member, definitely book it as soon as possible. Mm. As soon as possible because these do fill up quick. Great. Wow. I'm. I, I, this is a great topic. I feel like we can even talk more about these things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so if we have any military members out there that are interested in learning more, shoot me an email, easydoesitpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll just forward you the links that I use to research this. So let's talk about hassle, saving some hassle. Well, I guess, you know, I guess my piece there about Shades of Green, it being so close to the Magic Kingdom and the Epcot loop, um, that's going to save you a lot of hassle with transportation. Yeah. So if I were a military member or, you know, the spouse of a military member, I would be shooting to try and stay at Shades of Green for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would. That's awesome. And then have more fun, right? So one of the things I've heard, you know, I've watched some YouTube videos on this too, is that there's like a camaraderie there because it's, you're surrounded by military members. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And one blogger, actually the Tom Bricker from uh, Disney Tourist Blog, his father is a member of the military. Mm -hmm. And what he liked about it is he said that the kids were more disciplined and respectful (laughs) at Shades of Green than other Disney resorts. (laughs) I believe that. So that's, yeah, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. So so that would be more fun, I guess. And then another thing that's fun for for military members, or maybe fun's not the right word, but important or memorable, or Mm. could be the flag retreat that they do every day. Mm. Autumn, you talked a bit about this. Do you remember the flag retreat? I do. 
Is that part of where they... Oh, no, I think I'm thinking of something. I'm confusing it. I'm conflating two things. One, I was thinking of what happens at Wilderness Lodge, but that's where they ask a family to raise to the, put flag, up the flag, to put up the flag. But that's, I think, different than this. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So the flag retreat happens every day at the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And it's there's only one real flag at the Magic Kingdom. Correct. And that's on the pole. All the other yeah. flags either have less stars or less stripes than a real American flag. So the one flag is lowered before sunset. There's, you know, they, they play like the patriotic medley and they also have service members. They, they ask service members to participate as well mm-hmm. and service members, families to participate yeah. as well. So it's like a real memorable and some would say, I, you know, I've heard really emotional part yes. of, um, of their experience at Disney. And it might be worth checking out if yeah. whether you're a military member or not, it might be something worth checking out. So if someone wanted, though, to check it out, like, wh- how would they inquire about that? The flag retreat? Yeah. So you can, on your way into the park, you can stop at guest services and ask them what time the flag retreat is for the day. Okay. Yep. I'm not okay. sure that it's on the Disney app. It may actually be in the Disney app, too. But yeah, I would I would just ask at guest services on my way in. Cool. No, that's solid. That's always solid. And guest services is great. They have the answers to everything or know the person that does have the answers to everything. So We do. So that's three tips from a nerd. Yeah. For military Thanks, members. Justin. I really, again, I think this is a specialty and a population that isn't like discussed a lot, particularly when you're talking about trips to Disney. So I think this is really helpful. And if you found it helpful, let us know, because I think there is a lot here. And honestly, we could probably do a, a bigger segment on this. Sure. Too, yeah. At some point. No, I'd love to hear feedback from military members, maybe what they like about the parks or, or if you have any tips you'd like to share, I'll steal them. Yeah. Or any <laughs> of your experiences staying at that resort, shades of green. Shades yeah. of green I'd anything. love to hear about it. Easy podcast at gmail.com. All right, stick around after this break. We are going to do a hey, easy does it. Easy does it. It's a good one. It's a good one. Stick around. Introducing the most magical eyewear accessory you'll ever need, Magispecs. With Magispecs, you'll feel like you're right in the middle of Disney World, even when you're stuck at home or in the office. Just put them on and suddenly your boring surroundings will transform into the happiest place on earth. The boss's office will turn to Mickey's house. The break room will become the Mad Hatter's tea party. Who needs a real vacation when you have our glasses? Just sit back, close your eyes, and let your mind take you to the most magical place on earth. You'll forget you're even wearing glasses. That's how good they are. So why waste your money on those expensive vacations when you can have the Disney World experience wherever you are? Get your hands on Magic Spec glasses today and never have a boring day again. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going to uh, go ahead and get started with everybody's favorite segment. Hey, hey, hey. Easy does it. Where we take a one-star review from the internet and try and use that information to make your next trip a Correct. little bit less one-star. Maybe something <laughs> three and a half stars and above. That's what we're aiming yeah. for. Yeah. 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 Not perfection. If it happens, cool, but yeah. we don't aim for it. Right. But solid. Yeah. Like four. Pleasant. Like a good four. You know, yeah. high three. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so this one is actually coming from just last weekend, President's Day weekend. We touched on earlier in the show, Genie Plus sold out. The parks were cram packed. Autumn, like two year students were there. I Do, think. Yes. I think in a, there's yep. just tons yep. of people. Yeah. 
And, you know, people don't anticipate February to be busy because it's February. Who Mm -hmm. goes to Disney World in February? Well, it turns out everybody goes to Disney World in February. Anytime there's one, a three or four day weekend, people go. Yeah. And here's the deal. Like, so I was looking at TripAdvisor, right? And just looking at the most recent reviews. And since then, since that weekend, there have been like seven reviews like four or five of them were one-star reviews. Mm. People are mad about last weekend. The other two reviews, like they were for trips back in May. <laughs> they weren't for this past right. weekend. Right. And like one person who was super prepared gave four stars. And she really stressed how important it is to be prepared. So yeah, let's read this one-star review though. Okay. And just try and we'll get an idea of what last weekend was like and maybe use that information to decide if you do want to go on President's Day weekend, maybe how to prepare for it and maybe change your expectations a little bit. Right. Sound good? Sound good. All right. So Rena. this is Rena from Fishers, Indiana. Hi, Rena. Hey, Rena. I feel like, yeah, she's writing into the show. Not really. She's writing on TripAdvisor. The headline is terribly long lines, frustrating mm-hmm. trip, not coming back. Exclamation point. Yep. So our family of four stayed at a Walt Disney World resort and paid for three days of tickets to go to Disney parks. I have never been so disappointed and disillusioned. We came in February because we thought it wouldn't be so crowded and the lines would be manageable. We were very wrong. Yes, Rena, we want to stop you there. I know. We just said it. Justin just made this point, you know, it's so many, so many people... So many people think, like you said, right, that it's yeah. a less busy time. It's not like Christmas, which is also very maddening. Well, it is. Or, it's busier than Christmas. Or it might even presidents. be busier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean that people don't. It is, but people don't think it's going yeah. to be as. But that, you know, during President's busy. Day weekend, if you come two right. weeks before President's Day weekend, you're fine. You're good. You're right. gonna be. You're gonna be right. in a good spot. The moral of the story here is any any little day. Martin Luther King. Yeah, that's it's a busy one day. It's a very busy weekend. Yeah. So any day you're thinking, hey, let me go. There's a little bit of time off, but not a lot. So maybe nobody else is going. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> There's thousands and thousands and thousands of other people thinking the same thing. Yeah. So I would say, I mean, one, know that if you're going to Disney World, it's chances are it's going to be very, very crowded. And if you're yeah. going during a time where most people have some time off because it's a federal holiday, yeah. it's going to be even more busy. Yeah. If you have questions, and we do talk a little bit about this, there are actual times of year yeah. where it is, is it is less busy, but those do not, do not correlate with any holidays that people, yeah. that people have off. But yeah. they do exist, and we talk so about them. So check your crowd calendars. You've got... Uh, touringplans.com has a great one. Disney Tourist Blog has a great and free one. There's there's quite a few free ones, and I think all of them predicted that this weekend was going to be really busy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we were very wrong. The lines to wait for rides were 60 to 200 minutes long. That's over three hours. Yeah. Uh, mostly 90 minutes in all parks. We went to Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot. I can verify this. I was yep. on Thrill Data on these days. That's a lot. That's- mostly 90 minutes in all parks. The Disney app that they force you to use is not reliable. Hmm. So this, I mean, yeah, this is this is true. I, I think it's it's gotten better. It has gotten much better in the last four or five years. But I wouldn't say it's the most reliable app. It is still prone, prone on some phones to... To shut down, it definitely drains battery. Right. The user interface isn't, you know, the best. But right. I would definitely want to have some experience using it before going into the parks, at least 
checking out the different features or watching videos on YouTube on how to use it. Mm, that is something we, Justin and I, I want to say for most of the, a good portion of the prep we talk about that's really helpful to making a Disney a happy and healthy trip mm -hmm. does involve, does involve Googling and videoing just so you have some idea and comfort with certain things beforehand. Yeah. Um, really can take a lot of stress out of it for you and anybody else in your party. So we talk a lot about that, like, hmm, this is a thing and I'm not quite sure how to use it or I have questions about it. YouTube. All ears, all ears.net on YouTube is has got some great resources on how to use Genie Plus. Yeah. Okay, so the Disney app that they force you to use is not reliable. Sometimes it says no wait time and you run across the park to get to that ride but you find it's actually a 60 minute wait. Mm -hmm. So I haven't run across this yet. That stinks. That's, yeah. I, that must be, that sounds like a bug. Maybe that's yeah. what she's talking about in terms yeah. of not reliability. Another time we lined up for the Millennium Falcon ride, said it was going to be a 90 minute wait, but the line took us three hours. Oh, that's a bummer for, a, for a simulated five minute ride. It was definitely not worth it. Yeah. I yeah. would not wait three hours for that ride. Nope. No. no, you wouldn't. You no. would not. I like, you know what I like about that ride? It has an awesome single riders line. Right. Uh, you're going to be stuck as an engineer, but it, it has a great single riders line just because of the way the ride's configured. It seats six people and there aren't a lot of parties of six, you know, at Correct. Disney. So, so it, the single rider line moves really fast on that. Which is nice. So that's an advantage if you want to basically, you know, go by yourself. We get that sometimes that's hard and just yeah. not feasible with families. If you're with a family of four, I wouldn't get yeah. it. But I probably, I'd rather do that and be split up than wait for three hours in that line. Nobody wants to do that. That's that's too many hours. Or just go do something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a long time. I feel, you know, I don't know if she touches on this, but we know that it was so busy that a Genie Plus sold out. I think we mentioned earlier in the show. Yeah. So I wonder too if there was maybe some extra funkiness going on because it has never sold out well, yet. It's right. right. It's sold out because it was so busy. Right. Right. Correct. So she doesn't mention it here, but she does. So I'll get to this. Uh, so first, that was not worth it. In all three parks that we went to, we were able to only go on four rides per day because of the ridiculous wow. wait times. Yeah. So generally, most days. Especially if you, uh, Justin and I, are big advantages of being rope droppers so you get before the park opens. I mean, that's typically what you could do, like, in an early morning time sure. slot. So that's not a lot of rise. Yeah. You know, like, if you rope drop typically by, like, 1030, you could get, you can get yeah, three to four rides in. Yeah. 11 o'clock yeah. latest. But that's a half. You're down 50% yeah. at that. So it doesn't sound super fun being in, in these lines oh. for that long um, it, just, it doesn't so like i think you can still have and man you know a good disney trip it's just you can't expect to go on a lot of rides you're gonna have to reconfigure your expectations in terms of what you'll be spending the day doing probably stay away from the headliners but let's continue let's continue in all three parks that we went to we we're able, only able to go on four rides per day because of the ridiculous wait times you can pay for Disney Genie Plus for $29 a person, and it had gone up to $29, but the rides you want may not be eligible for lightning lanes. This is true. This is true. And not. this is why it sold out, because Disney knows people are going to be really mad if they pay $29 and they can't go on any rides. Right. And that's the point that it got to at a certain point, in both Sunday and Monday of President's Day weekend. Mm. This um, is a tough situation. This is yeah. just... There's even a ride, Guardians of the Galaxy, where you can only line up in virtual queue where you have to log into the Disney app at 7 a.m. or 1 p.m. This is true. Yeah. Hopefully, 
that, you know, either the, she found out from the internet if she was using a travel agent, hopefully the travel agent told her about this. That shouldn't have been a surprise because that is not a fair surprise no, that's to not. get, you know, on your vacation. You need to wake up at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. Both times I tried and was already full the moment they opened the queue at precisely 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. Yeah. On these busy days, these probably went. I didn't check before I went on. There's but thousands of other people. Within okay. seconds, yeah. I'm sure they both filled up. Yeah. Yep. There was no way. And, and when I say it might even be less than that. I mean, what what this is where, yeah. you know your internet connection makes a difference. So where you, you know, you can do a speed test, uh, you can do a ping test on your phone. I use an app called Wi-Fi Analyzer to maximize my signal. I use it for different (laughs) things, not just Disney World. You don't need to use this app, but you can just Google speed test and take a speed test from different parts of your hotel room, try on the Wi-Fi, try on 5G, see see which one has the strongest connection and, and use that for virtual queue in the morning. It, right. Honestly, those seconds make a big difference. Yeah. There was no way we could get on this ride. So frustrating. And that is a bummer. A few of my clients that have been recently have talked a lot about this ride and how awesome it is. So yeah. that's sad to me when yeah. I hear that people can't, can't ride it. it. We didn't get to the rides we wanted to get on this trip. Star Wars Rise of the Resistance broke down around oh. noon and never opened again. I think that's come up oh, in like that's... four or five of these one-star reviews. Yeah. yeah. The prices of the food at parks have gone up while the quality has gone down a lot too. Mm. You want four pizzas, personal four-inch size, and soda? That'll be $60. The tiny pizzas were not even good. It's got to be Pizza Rizzo. It's got to be Pizza Rizzo. And I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't. If you like a good pizza, don't Don't. get pizza in Disney World. It's not good. That's always going to. That's 100% of the time going to be a waste of your money. One exception. Italy and Epcot via Napoli. That's the one exception for good pizza. Okay. And then That's I it. think Disney Springs has some good pizza too. But in I'm the parks, sorry. I, I don't count Disney Springs because Disney yeah. Springs is like good restaurants. Right, it's like right. not park food at all. Yeah. It's like high quality restaurants. So I, I, Disney Springs does not count that. But in the parks, yeah, I would say you will skip be it for the very money. very sad if you go to Pizza Fari, Pizza Rizzo. Pizza Planet in Disneyland. <laughs> you're just going to be sad about your decision. You're going to be like, you probably would be better off getting the pretzels, a burger, like hot dogs. Really, you, yeah. Yeah. You'll be better. Burgers. I don't know. You can get some really bad burgers mm-hmm. there too. Yeah. Okay. A burger from Cosmic hot Rays is probably worse than Pizza Planet pizza. I haven't had burgers there. So. Yeah. Think of like the grayest oh, okay. pseudo meat that you've ever okay. had. You know? I got maybe, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe a, a couple pretzels and beer. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And a milk for the kids. You would hope that at least the food was good and the portions were filling. Also felt like Disney is nickel and diming you. You pay for your own ride. Yeah, so nickel and diming. We did a whole thing on nickel and diming, remember? You have to pay for your own ride from the airport. She's talking about the lack of Magical Express. That's a bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. I hope they bring that back at some point. So here, you know, if you know this in advance, we have Sunshine Flyer and Mirrors Transportation. They both provide... Uh, transportation it is $17 per person and then there's uber as well which if you have like a bigger party for a family of four you probably save a little bit of money by going uber correct unless though i think you have like multiple kids in car seats then because the the those other transportations will already have equipped and insured for all that stuff so good point if you have i don't know i think if you have kids under three uh, you might want to not do the uber and get the what, what are they called 
The mini ears bus. The mini yeah, minivan is minivan. the is the lift transportation. That's yep. a very costly transportation. But you can you can bring a three year old onto Sunshine Flyer and okay. Mears as well. Yeah, okay. they have seat belts for kids. And also for kids, Sunshine Flyer, you get like a little gift too. So if you want and it's themed. So if you want like a fun themed transportation to kind of replace the magical express, mm. Sunshine Flyer is your best bet. Mm. Okay, there we go. You don't want to wait in line for three hours? Have to buy Genie Plus for $29 per person and hope that the ride you want mm. will still get you the Lightning Lane Passes. They also require that you make a reservation for your family at the theme park that you'll go to each day. And yet the parks are still crowded and the lines are still ridiculously long. Yes. So she's talking about the park reservation system, which is still in place. You still have to make park reservations if you want to go to Magic Kingdom on Tuesday. When you buy your ticket, you need to reserve Magic Kingdom for Tuesday. Right. So what I think she's talking about is like... It doesn't seem like doing that. Right. Like normally when that there's a process for that and part of that process is to mitigate busyness and yeah. traffic and it didn't We're going to cap that. attendance. And that's, and that's kind a good of... question. I don't know if we know why that still really is in place that you buy the ticket and then have to reserve. It is yeah. an extra step. I don't think anyone like loves that they have to do an extra step. So, so I don't know. Yeah. No customers love it. Every yeah. customer complains about it. Correct. They've talked about this on re- recent earning calls, though, why they're still doing it. Because it's saving the park a ton of money in terms of staffing. It lets them know exactly who is going to be at what parks, the number of people that are going to be at each parks at each day. But I'm just saying, why can't they? Why is this two separate processes? Just streamline it. When you get the ticket, ask what day? Do it in one step. Yeah. I think it's the multiple steps. They did things. change that. So for single day oh, tickets, okay. that is the case now. Okay. You, so it comes automatically with a park reservation. Uh, multi-day okay. tickets, you still have to use the system. And uh, pass holders will still have to use the system. But yeah, it still requires a reservation. Interesting. So, and then, yeah, Disney has lost focus on customers. And I've heard this from people. Um, that this, the focus now is on getting more money out of you. I would argue that that's always been their goal from the beginning, but I think they were, had maybe, they've in the past had a longer view. Like, we want to get more money out of you for the rest of your life. <laughs> and then your kids, we want to get your kids money too. And we want to get your kids' kids' money too. So, how do we and right now, do that? Exactly, right? to make this a memorable experience. But right now, and I honestly, I blame this on the way, you know, how corporations react to stock price changes. It's about short-term profit gain. And these things were good for short-term profit, you know? Yeah. Instead of magic, you get frustrations and disappointment. Not a fun vacation place. It is not the happiest place on earth. Not anymore. Don't waste your money here like we did. Go to Universal Studios. They do a better job. (laughs) So I will say a lot. The last several reviews have talked about how Universal did a really good did it, it was a rival job, especially for the cost difference that you spend. Yeah, and and we do know that I believe it was last year that Universal actually uh, is it correct? Surpassed. They made more money. They didn't make more money. More money. They ticket sales surpassed every park except, except the Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, you know. So I mean that that but is that could be due to the fact that they weren't capping attendance, right? So Universal doesn't cap attendance. Universal doesn't require a reservation. Right. I will tell you, because I do read a lot of one-star Universal reviews, you'll see a lot of those that say, this place is trash, go to Disney. Sure. So, you know, that's kind of a feature of a one-star review. I, I, you know, I Correct. think they, 
And I will say just from like, I wouldn't bring my daughter to Universal Studios. I, She's too young. Yeah, I'd like, and I wouldn't, not for a week anyway. And you know, I would probably wouldn't even waste the money on a ticket for it, to be honest. No. Disney World, though, I would gladly shovel yeah. a pile of cash. But for us, I think that's more about her age. Universal yeah, exactly. Studios really isn't for three-year-olds. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying here. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say, if you had a family of four and you've got a, a five-year-old and an eight-year-old, even though Disney has these difficulties, even though you have to make the reservation, I think the advice to go to Universal Studios instead, I I wouldn't agree with that. Right. It, it would, depends on your party. Maybe that, maybe it is better. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe you really it like could be. It's awesome. Slides and you like the theming there. They do do a decent, the theming. It's good. good. It's awesome. I, it's a great park, but it's not the same quality and it doesn't have the fully immersive magical effect that Disney does. Sure. You know, it's, it's, you, you're very in aware Justin's that. opinion. You, in my opinion. <laughs> in my, thank you, Autumn. No, that's a good point. Yeah. In my opinion, like when I was there, I was amazed. It was awesome. But I always knew I was in a theme park. I never really forgot that I was in a theme park. Disney World, there are moments where you're just so wrapped up in everything. You're just like, holy cow, that's amazing. Or holy cow, this is cool. Mm. Or just wrapped up in an emotion and you're not thinking about the fact that you're in a theme park. Mm. That didn't happen to me personally at Universal. At Universal, is more like, whoa, this is the coolest theme park I've ever been to. Right. You know? Right. So, Rena, Rena, dear, we feel for you. Sorry, Rena. We, I, we are sorry about this trip. We, uh, we would really love to hear from you, Rena. <laughs> and we would love to help you maybe try to go again with, with some of our support yeah. and guidance. I think, number one, what made this really tough and anybody that went this past weekend, I think her and a bunch of people thought yeah. it was going to be not a busy time to go. I think even maybe Disney didn't think it was going to be as busy as it was going to be. I think Disney knew. Oh, I no, think because Disney they knew. do the reservations. They have the park reservation That's right. system. That's right. But but still, I mean, they hadn't. it was the first time that they had actually sold out of Genie Plus. So yep. they didn't know exactly what that was going to be like until they experienced it even, you know? Maybe, yeah. Like, so I think that stuff, I think really if you want to go when it's – less crowded for whatever the various good reasons are to go when it's less crowded. Really look that up. Oftentimes, September, end of August, mm-hmm. October, early October-ish mm-hmm. even. Kids are in school, right? People are getting back to routine. Those are really the best times to go. Yeah, and even early, fe- early kids, February, mid-January. Just look. Oh yeah, mid-January. Look yeah. out for, just look at the crowd calendar. Yeah, as soon as March comes, it's done. You're like basically in spring. <laughs> it, gets wor- it gets progressively yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah, it gets progressively worse till the end of August. So yeah, so those are, are good times to go. I think the other thing is thinking about the cost. The Genie Plus cost had gone up. I'm wondering... When this person, when Rena had looked at the cost of Genie Plus, because this very They don't tell you in advance. Right. This is a real frustration. Like, how am I supposed to plan for my family? It can be as low. It's between $15 and $30. They don't tell you. So it's like, if I'm planning here for a four-day trip or three parks for four people, like a $15 spread is a big difference. It's a huge times people. That's $240 If she went, maybe Rena didn't know that it upped in price. Unless you're really into like planning and research, it is easy to miss some of these things on Disney. It's not like you, because there's just so much to it. So if you are, my other thing would be, Definitely reach out to a travel planner if you're thinking about going and either you went another time and you had a bad time or you're just like, yes, this is cool, but this seems overwhelming. 
It is. And you're going to hear me say this, and I said this a million times. It is very overwhelming. It is, yeah. I would reach out because we want you to, to have a good time. And there might be a way that you're thinking about or certain things that you're expecting that might be different. Yeah. Um, and we can help you sort through that. And, and if you're going, and we can also say, you know, if you're going during a holiday time, if you're going during Thanksgiving, you're going during uh, President's Day, you're going during Christmas, you're going during Fourth of July. Plan, Martin Luther plan, King weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Plan for Genie Plus to be $30. Going forward, Genie Plus will be $30 in the holidays yeah. for sure. And yeah. if it changes, we will let you know here on the Easy Does It podcast. Yeah. And we'll talk about two ways to adjust maybe a playing with finances and way to even adjust expectations based on when you're going. And you might not know like what to adjust. And there are certain things to adjust at certain times. I'll tell you what I would do. If I, if I had to go President's Day weekend... I would rope drop, but I would get there more than an hour before park. Correct. Open. I'd be at the front of the front of the front. He would I be would, at, he'd be touching the rope. I would be. I would be holding the rope. <laughs> I'd be able to smell the rope. And I would too, because my <laughs> behind would be out of there by yeah. ten thirty well, hard. Like and, I'm done with that many people. And what I, I think what I would do is I'd try and ride rides until I met that significant resistance. I met the what we call a bulking point. Yes. Where I look at the how long it's gonna be and I'm like, no thanks. And then I would just chill. I'd get on the people mover in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> just ride around. I just ride. Get some food. Yeah, go to some air conditioned shows. I'd do some shows. Tiki Room. I'd do uh, Country Bear a couple times. Yeah. I would just watch. Or just go back to your room and rest. Yeah. Eventually I would go back to my room and rest. But I would just give up on trying to ride rides, basically. Right. After well, 10 o'clock. Justin, you brought up a good point that we haven't talked a whole... I mean, you touched on it, but... Right, that there are certain rides and rides, roller coasters and, you know, rides that are going to have long wait times. But there are also a lot of things that typically don't have a lot of wait yeah. and that are cool and air conditioned, which are just nice to do anyway, but certainly on a day when it's really busy, you know. Yeah. So, again, that's something there's a lot of other things that you can do where you're not going to have that wait even on the busiest day. Yeah. Because there's just not as many people trying to go do it. The Country Bear Jamboree, for one, is a great one in, uh, in Magic Kingdom. What is it? Bell's Enchanted Tales. Mm -hmm. Was it Epcot? You have Finding Nemo show. Or is that Animal Kingdom? Yeah, that's Animal Kingdom. But you do have a few shows. A Finding Nemo ride in Epcot, which is, I mean, not good. And the wave will probably be pretty significant. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that one's going to be, yeah. I'd probably skip that. But you could go to just the aquariums there. Mm -hmm. So you have the aquariums in the, in the, the sea pavilion. Yeah. Where? Tours. We've talked about some of these tours that Disney does. It's a great time, for a, a great time a for a tour because no one's really thinking about that. So, but anyway, so there there is a lot that isn't necessarily easy to find and navigate. But that's why we're here for you. Yes, help us help you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. Hey, easy does it. <laughs> and I hope it makes your next President's Day vacation <laughs> not happen and choose a different date instead. <laughs> All right. Uh, So that's it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. That's it. Enjoy the snow. Oh, oh. And until next time. Easy does it. Easy does it. (laughs) 